Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Our friend, our blues insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, is kind enough to join us on this Friday Eve. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Oh, guys, thanks for having me. We are always excited to talk blues hockey with you. And we were wondering earlier, and obviously the blues are five points out of a playoff spot right now. But when you look at this roster, JR, who's the guy that sells tickets? Who's the guy that people are, are having to see on the blues? I think right now it's got to be Robert Thomas, right? Your guy. Yeah, but is he one of those guys? Is he is he a guy that moves the needle enough for people to, if they're debating, should I go see the Blues tonight? Well, they have Robert Thomas. I love Robert Thomas, but I don't know if he's a needle mover, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought, you know, kind of a question based on uh, if somebody's going to go down to watch the Blues, who are they paying to see uh, would be Robert Thomas. Sure. I mean, is he to yeah. the level that, you know, people are going to happen to be in Edmonton or Pittsburgh and, and not be a hockey fan and say, I'm going to go down and, and watch Connor McDavid. You know, I had some friends who were going to Chicago uh, next week, and they once they found out that Bedard was out with the broken jaw, they decided against going to the game. They were strictly going to the game to watch Bedard. So, so yeah, that type of category, you know, maybe Robert Thomas will be there one day, but uh, he's definitely the Blues guy. And to clarify, this is for a team that's five points out of a playoff spot. If you're winning, it doesn't matter. The 2019 Blues didn't have an MVP, but they were winning. And so that's the difference. If if you're the Oilers for most of Connor McDavid's career, they weren't in the playoff hunt, but you wanted to go see him play. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and I think, uh, you know, Blues fans might you know, get tickets offered to them and, and think, wow, I've really seen some great plays and, and goals and highlights by Robert Thomas and Jordan Kyra. I'll go down and watch that. So I think they can uh, fit that description. But in terms of big picture throughout the league, yeah, definitely not to that level. JR, my answer was Jordan Biddington. I think that the way that he's played this season, especially as of late, that he's somebody where you say, OK, that's the identity. That's the star of this team right now. Yeah, for sure. I think he, he has won them a lot of games, probably more games than any player on the roster this season and over the past few years, and definitely they don't win a cup uh, without him. Um, I think that, you know, it's it's weird. As well as he's played, I still have the people, you know, reaching out to me via the tweet or whatever saying, you know, he's just not the guy, and, and I don't understand what they're seeing. It, you know, if they're looking at the nights where maybe he doesn't play as well as he could, uh, there's definitely more nights that, that he's saving their bacon. So um, I don't know if not Jordan, Jordan Bennington, then who? I don't know who those people want in that. Well, Jeremy, you have an article out right now on The Athletic that is titled Five Questions Regarding the Blues Retool, Core, Trades, Prospects, Coach, and Cap. I want to get to the trades because we are getting closer to the trade deadline, which is March 8th. Who is on the trade block for the Blues? Yeah, I think it's a different year this year, obviously, than it was last year. You went into the trade deadline last year knowing you were likely going to move uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Vladimir Tarasenko, and the return was going to be great. First-round picks, uh, Blues fans were hoping, and that's what Doug Armstrong and his staff were able to, to pull off. And, you know, this year's a little bit different. you got some unrestricted free agents to be, but they're of the variety of a Oscar Sundquist, who I think there's still a chance you could resign him, maybe bring him back for another year. Uh, you have Marco Scandella. I think he could get a middle round pick. Uh, you have Sammy Blay. So there's a couple guys unrestricted who I think that uh, the teams around the league might want in terms of depth. But a lot of the Blues players who both fans might 
want to, to move on um, and also the team might want to part ways with have multi-years left on their deals and no trade clauses. So that makes it a little bit difficult, Brooke, especially at the trade deadline, to move some of those players. I, I often refer to that as a summer-type trade. So, so we'll see what happens when it gets closer to deadline. 21 games left, as you mentioned, you know, five points back. This is going to be a real challenge, I think, for this team to make the playoffs. I think when we get closer to that deadline, We'll be talking more and more about selling a few guys off. JR, how does the uh, Blues Hall of Fame work in terms of the criteria and how, who gets in and what do you have to do to get in those things, how many years, all that good stuff that goes into a Hall of Fame? Yeah, Danny, I don't have uh, the exact criteria in front of me, but I know they want you to play for the Blues for a couple years, have X amount uh, of games, and this is the second year I've been a part of that committee and uh, it's been a lot of fun to uh, to go back and look at some of those numbers and see who compares uh, to whom and and uh, who which year you should put the guy in. I mean, uh, since they just started this two years ago, I felt the desire to put some of those older, you know, late nineteen sixty, early nineteen seventy guys in. But you know, we're going to get to a point with this, like the Cardinals Hall of Fame, where you're going to be uh, bringing in people who recently played five, ten, fifteen years ago, and I think that's going to be. Uh, really exciting. So this year, everybody knows the class with uh, Keith Kachuk, Pavel Dimitra. As soon as I saw those two names, uh, I was excited. I think to hear Keith Kachuk sit up on stage and tell stories about Pav is going to be great. Uh, Mike Leute, the winningest goaltender in Blues history. I talked to Mike a lot, Dan. He's uh, Jordan Bennington's agent, of course, so a lot of conversations. He's so insightful. You need to make time to talk to him because it's probably going to be an hour-long phone call, but he'll tell you some great stories. I remember being in the locker room a couple of weeks ago and said to Jordan Bennington, I, I talked to uh, Mike, and he goes, uh, he can talk, eh? That's <laughs> 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 uh, what Jordan said. And Susie Matthew, I know you talked to Bernie Federico earlier about uh, Susie, so uh, you heard some good stories about her. I'll have a story up at The Athletic. Uh, I talked to Susie recently, talked to Brett Hall about Susie, had a lot of cool stories, anecdotes about her as she goes in as the first true Blue Award winner. And here are those qualifications, JR. A player must have one or more of the following, at least three seasons or 200 games played in the Blue Note. That includes regular season and playoffs. Officially retired from from hockey, from the National Hockey League, demonstrated exceptional attributes in the areas of playing ability, sportsmanship, character, and contributions to the St. Louis Blues, won the Stanley Cup or Major NHL Award during their tenure with the Blues. One or more of those allows you to become a member of the Blues Hall of Fame. And I would think that with those qualifications, at some point soon we're going to see Adam Oates elected into the Blues Hall of Fame. Yeah, I would think so. You know, it was a small sample size, but it was one of the best sample sizes in, in Blues history, the chemistry that he and uh, Brett had, and you wish that it could have uh, uh, gone on longer. I remember Bobby Hall calling it the best uh, duo in NHL history. And, and Adam Oates' influence continues with this organization, guys. I know you guys are familiar with it, but uh, Robert Thomas doing a lot of work with Adam Oates this past summer, as a lot of NHL guys do. And this has really, really helped uh, – Robert's game. Not to say that he couldn't have done it on his own, but he gives uh, Adam Oates credit for uh, just trying to find open space and and then also his shot. We've seen the Robert Thomas's shot to really develop this year, uh, pick his spots, use it, and I think uh, that's been great for his offense. So Adam Oates, beyond the Brett Holliers, still contributing. Well, Jeremy, the Blues are facing the Capitals tonight, and Casperi Kapanen going on the IR yesterday, calling up Adam Gaudet. What should we expect from Gaudet tonight? Yeah, so he'll be uh, on that third line, according to Drew Bannister yesterday. I think it's going to look something like Saad, Sunquist, 
probably then uh, Gaudette on that right side. You probably see Sammy Blake come out of the lineup um, and then Walker shift down to that fourth line. And he's a shooter, and I think that's what the Blues need. You look at this last stretch of games, they haven't been putting many on net, and uh, that's what uh, Gaudette's specialty is. So uh, I know you guys have touched on the fact that he leads the American Hockey League in goals with 24. He's third in scoring with 36. And, you know, I've said it a number of times here in the last week or two, but, you know, if anybody knows these guys, it's Drew Bannister. He's coached a, a lot of them. Uh, in Springfield with the American Hockey League affiliate. So he, he's really familiar with Gaudette. He knows what he can do. And he said this kid is not going to be afraid to shoot the puck tonight. So Drew Bannister is the interim head coach. Do you anticipate that that tag goes away, or are they still looking aggressively at filling the role? We haven't talked a lot about that. Where, where does that stand right now with the head coach? Yeah, I think it's a situation where, you know, Doug Armstrong keeps everything close to the vest. So whether he's interviewed two people or put some feelers out on a number of people, you know, that's going to be pretty tough information to get uh, out of Doug Armstrong. But I think that uh, it's a situation where Drew Bannister has done really well, I think, with the roster and with the difficulty of of the competition, the teams that they've been playing lately. You know, I think we've seen some areas that have improved, uh, you know, talking notably about the power play, Dan. Um, but I think it's going to come down to this. And this is just me talking. This isn't any, uh, you know, conversation with uh, somebody in the Blues management. You know, I think it's going to come down to, you know, do you see the progress with Drew Bannister? Does he have the veterans' ears? Does he continue to develop these young players? Because we know there's a lot of them coming into the to the system in the next couple of years. Uh, if that's the case, then I think he's going to get a legitimate shot. Where they might go away from Drew Bannister is if there's just a no-brainer candidate out there that's willing to come to St. Louis. And, you know, whatever those names are, you know, Rod Brindamore, his contract's expiring in Carolina. I would expect that he'd stay in Carolina. Even if he weren't, would he come to a retool? I doubt it. I'm just trying to paint the picture of if there's a no-brainer candidate out there that Doug thinks can come in and and uh, take over this team and do a good job with it, then he'd probably be forced to go that direction. But if not, I think they feel like they got a pretty good quality candidate in Drew Bannister. And finally, Jeremy Rutherford, history tonight, Adam Gaudet, the first number 88 to ever wear the blue note. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Yeah, and he's he's been around. Like, this isn't, you know, people hear his name and wonder where he came from. He came to the Blues in the Ryan O'Reilly trade with Toronto last year. Uh, but he, he's got a few NHL games. He's 27 years old, I believe. So, you know, this isn't some recent draft pick, 22, who's coming up to, uh, you know, to, to play his first NHL game. So we'll see what he can do, and, and uh, thanks. I was unaware he'll be wearing 88, so I'll know who to look for tonight. Absolutely, and uh, his nickname can be Gaudy. <laughs> there we go. It can, you want Gaudy, though? That kind of has a negative kind of... No, Gaudy numbers. Gaudy numbers uh, are huge, Gaudy monstrous. Numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be good. Uh, JR, right. always good to have you with us. Thank you, sir. Yep, thanks, guys. Have a great day. That's our Blues Insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford. You can always hear him uh, on the uh, Last Minute Blues podcast as well.